And the Phillies have swept the Miami Marlins in the wild card round of the MLB postseason. Hi, welcome to Philly Sports Now. My name is Zach. I'm here with Andrew, and we are your Philly fan podcast. Uh, I am, I mean, this is this is electric, dude. This is absolutely insane. It's so funny how, like, I just immediately have gone back into all of the feelings of last year, and we're only two games in, dude. It's it's pretty nerve wracking. We've got a huge, huge series ahead of us. Uh, a lot of positivity, though, right now in Philly fans. I got to tell you, it's pretty wild how what is I mean, I'm going to say, in my opinion, if not arguably the best team in the MLB right now is our next opponent. Nowhere near the World Series yet. But, you know, 11 games, 11 wins away, right? 11, 11 more wins. Yep. Topper. That's um, what uh, JT said. Uh, man, it is, it is insane. The, the vibes, the feelings are phenomenal right now. And I don't know how you can't be dancing. Uh, Andrew, how are you feeling on this? This is a day after the Marlins, uh, getting swept. No, you put it perfect. I mean, you feel in that last year vibes already. I mean, just look at the team and the way they're going. Uh, I, I think what gets me excited from what we saw these last two days were, how they won too. It was the question marks in the regular season. You know, Aaron Nola struggled throughout the season. It was how is he going to turn around in the playoffs? And Marlon's a team he hasn't pitched well against this year. Um, he goes out, throws seven scoreless innings, um, and just completely dominates the entire game. And then you do it without Bryce Harper too. I mean, he gets one hit in, the, in between the two games, and his one hit came in the eighth inning when you're already winning. So, I, I mean, this team found ways to win without. Um, Without Harper playing his best, you know, he's only going to get better as the playoffs go on. Um, I mean, the, the vibes are there. We're there. The fans are there. And it, it couldn't be a more exciting time right now. Oh, the fans are there, my friend. It's so funny. Pat McAfee. I don't think, Andrew, you watched the McAfee show. But uh, nah, not like not top of the bottom. It's like he, he uh, I, I actually didn't catch today's show. But last night he tweeted about how awesome the Phillies stadium was. I forget the exact wording. But it was just something along the lines of the Philly Stadium. Wow. Like, like he's very much an NFL only guy. Like he'll dab into the uh, into the NBA during the offseason. But, you know, like most of his crew and his support are the ones that are MLB, NBA, et cetera, et cetera. And like for him to tweet out that he like thought it was pretty cool. That was I mean, that's huge. Like that shows how how Philly is just showing up just in full force and you can tell with those ticket prices that uh everyone is going um and i'm gonna i'm gonna use this as my moment to say it i have tickets to game three baby game three of the nlds i will be there i did i i i i I couldn't i i was i couldn't not do it i i just i to me this is my this is making up this is this is knock on wood i mean i'm i'm jinxing myself here but this is me making up for missing that Miami NBA playoff game with the Sixers 
that you guys all went to. I'm like, I need I need some Philly postseason in my life, and I don't care which Philly it is. So be at the Phillies, I'll be there. Uh, That's awesome. Congrats. That's awesome. Um, hey, this, this is Zach telling me the news, too. <laughs> you uh, you pretty much the, the push I, I needed to go. Um, and that 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 uh, Harper meme was hilarious. Andrew sent me uh, the meme of Harper rounding third and the the base, the third base coach, like putting up the stop sign. And the meme is basically me buying postseason tickets and then the stop. The third baseman coach saying stop is my wallet. Uh, yeah, no, very much going to make a dent. Uh, hope everyone is happy with uh, coupons for Christmas, but uh, yeah, no, you know I'm. What? It's worth it, Zach. <laughs> you, can get, you can give me coupons. <laughs> I say all that, but I'm also gonna go drop who knows how much on just junk Phillies merch. I don't need to, you know. Like, I, I, oh. I, I poured myself a beer before our podcast. I'm like, I gotta use an Eagles glass right now. Like, don't worry, we're gonna talk some Eagles today, but like. I mean, it's it's Philly's mode right now for sure. I mean, we even the first game of the NLDS is before the next Eagles game, so like the it's 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 all Phillies right now, man. It's 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 why I love it. I absolutely love it. I was talking to a guy in my office who is not a Phillies fan. He, he but he was very much like, yeah, I can't not root for this Phillies team. He was like he was like I I am he is I am pulling for the Phillies to win this whole thing because that that team is just. It, what did he say? He said the team is just lovable. And, and for a non-Philadelphia person to say that just shows how true it is. And that's what we've been saying this whole time is this team, everyone sees it. You watch them react to each other just getting a hit, not a home run, not like a, like just, just a hit. And it's like they are truly like, I mean, it's a band of brothers. Well, no, absolutely. But before I touch on that real quick, going back to your, your gear point about the, the merchandise, when I went and bought my uh, – take october shirt after we clinched i go online i'm like there's another shirt right next to it and it wasn't even a, it wasn't even a playoff shirt i was like oh, that shirt looks pretty cool so of course i got it with it <laughs> so you <laughs> so got, got a, you shirts. got a non-playoff shirt too that's great yeah it was like, it was like I never seen, i've never i guess one of those shirts like you're like i've never seen that before but that was really cool so i'm just gonna get that one too i think <laughs> when i'm in philly this weekend i'm gonna stop by rally house to see if they have any of the take october shirts because that's a good like that's just a good red october shirt you know what i mean yeah. Exactly. I just wish it wasn't forty five dollars. Like, yeah. well, that's honestly, you might as well just wait till after this series because if they win this series, I'm sure it'll go down. Well, um, that that don't that shirt will only go down when we lose, if we lose. But I don't think we're. I I, God, I wish it. we got a clip of that from this year because I don't know about you, man, but I feel it. We ain't losing. <laughs> we ain't losing. <laughs> no, yeah. no, like you said, the the, the, the vibes are just incredible. Like, for example, you, you look at yesterday, you get a guy, uh, Michael Lorenzen, who you, you trade for at the deadline, and obviously he had the no-hitter, which was special. But then and since that no-hitter, he struggled, and he doesn't even make that first-round playoff series roster. And it's kind of funny. Even though you're not on the roster, you're still out in the dugout and stuff. You just can't be in your jersey. He's one of the, the, the most animated guys out there. If you look at some of the pictures, on, and especially on that stock grand slam, he's he's up by the dugout, like jumping up. And like it's just that that shows you it's not like oh that guy got the spot over me. So, you know he's gonna sit there pouting. No, he's just involved in it, just as everyone else. You look at Brandon Marsh, he loses playing time to to right-handed hitters, um, in center and left field. And you, you know one of the, the biggest guys of the, all these supporters are is Brandon Marsh. I mean he's yeah. doing a keg stand after after that was so funny. Later. I mean um, that that's the other thing too. And that's one of my that's one of my jokes, real quick. I keep saying is on top of obviously us being fans and wanting the Phillies to win. I just need a Phillies World Series to see what that clubhouse does. They're like this after a, a playoff, a first playoff series win. I need to see what they do like after a World Series win. 
that's what I was just gonna say was like first first and foremost, I absolutely hate the celebrating too much people. Like th- them oh. celebrating this much shows me how much they want it. Like like that is true, like it's not just a paycheck. Like they want to win the whole thing, kind of a thing. And them celebrating, man, it just it's so real. Like the keg exactly. stand is hysterical. Yeah. And uh I think it was Marsh and Topper went to Xfinity Live last night, like after everyone left. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah, there's there's a lot of guys. I think it was Marsh, Topper, uh, Scott. Like yeah, and I, I think it was Topper and Marsh did a a beer chug like at <laughs> at the Xfinity. Like like, dude, come on! How could you not love these guys? And it it's just it's so real and so palpable how much they want to win. And that's what like. I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast before, uh, but like this team clearly thrives in the postseason as as last year, if is any indicator. If these two game two sweep sweeping's not easy. We talk about it uh, in the NFL all the time. It's hard to beat a team twice. You know what I mean? Like winning a series in baseball, I know is different, but like you still have to do it. And like, holy cow, to sweep! And the wild thing though is, didn't every wild card team get swept? Or yeah, as every a baseball losing. fan, that that's, was very disappointing. That's crazy. Very disappointing as a baseball fan. <laughs> <laughs> because all the games were done already? <laughs> yeah, it's no games to watch tonight now. <laughs> Which, we all got to wait till Saturday now. So That's what, so the schedule is now, I mean, I mean, I got I to gotta say though, like, I'm, I mean, the Phillies, at, like, it, it's so cool. It's so cool that we're just like going on, go to the, go to the Bray, go to Atlanta on, uh, on Saturday which I'll be at a wedding in Philadelphia. Shout out, Brendan. Can't wait. Um, but I was just saying to, I, I forget it. I might've been dad. It might've been someone else. I don't know. I was talking about, do you know how electric that's, that wedding reception is going to be? If the Phillies win and we're in a Philadelphia wedding, they're going to play dancing on my own. It's just going to loop for like an hour. Like, oh, so is the wedding Saturday then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's sat- <laughs> so I forget what time the wedding uh, ceremony is at. The ceremony is before the game but i think the reception is pretty much right when the game starts so like my guess is like we'll be dancing towards the end of the game <laughs> so so hopefully we'll be dancing on our own dude because that will just that after party that, that it's gonna go wild and i can't wait i i dude i don't know man i i can't, I can't i'm so excited i can't i'm very happy and blessed to be able to go to the third game. Like, again, it's just kind of funny, like opportunity landed in my lap that we were already going to be in Philadelphia area. And I was just like, I got to just, I got to try. I got to try and make this work. Um, I'm very excited. I'm, I'm very, very, very excited. Uh, Andrew, I, I mean, let's do a little, little uh, preview, I guess. We, we probably won't talk next for a little while just because of our schedules. But uh, taking on Atlanta Braves, we know it's going to be tough. We know it's a rematch of last year. They're the best team in baseball. I already said this. Right now, based off of the regular season, I would say they're the best team in in the MLB. Tell me your thoughts on taking on Atlanta. Obviously, anyone's concerned for this series. Obviously, it's not the Marlins. Like you said, it's it's the team with the best record in the league. There's multiple things, and, you know, you know me. I, I read everything I can find. I I watch everything I can find. And, you know, I'm I'm reading multiple articles today. And one is talking about the rivalry of these two teams. You know, the, having the opportunity to play each other back-to-back is it, just incredible. I mean, from a baseball fan standpoint, I mean, it, it's incredible. Um, second off, um, I, I think 
what it's going to come down to is you can't get swept on the road. You have to at least split one of those two, take it back to, to Philadelphia and see what you can do there. Um, I think where the Phillies have the biggest edge that people don't realize, and you look at the, the top end of that rotation, Spencer Strider for the Braves, who's a phenomenal pitcher, one of the best in the game, has killed the Phillies in the past. Outside of him, that Braves rotation isn't that healthy. There's guys that are going to be fighting through it to try to get through games, but they got guys that are really going to – who have. they got one guy who's going to be out for the series, and they got another guy um, – and Max Fried is dealing with a blister on on his um, throwing throwing finger. So one of his throwing fingers. So that's going to play a key part. And for the Braves to, to win the series, he's going to have to go two games, assuming you don't sweep the Braves. No, nobody sweeps him. So I think that's a big thing. Both bullpens have been shaky late in the season. The Braves have been – I mean, their bullpen is just as good as ours. So I think that's where it's going to come, come down to is taking advantage of that. And, and I think while, yes, the Braves have home field, I think more and more, especially in different in certain cities, I think sometimes that hurts you. And I think you saw it last year. So I'm curious how the Braves do respond to it. Is um, them not be playing this week? It'll, it'll be a full week since they've been last been on a baseball field playing a, a meaningful game in terms of just a just a game. Not even counting, they've already clinched for a while, so they've been resting guys. So there's guys that probably haven't played for longer than a week. Where Philly just got a ton of momentum getting those two wins. You got them in front of your fan base. I think that goes a long way and carried over. And I was laughing. I don't know if you saw this. The Braves actually played simulated games against each other this week. They try to stay in game shape. So they're, they're like, trying to like they think. scrimmaged each other. Basically, like, like yeah. in internal scrimmage. Yes, basically. That's so funny. No, I did not say. Well, so, I gotta say that's 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 actually you know not nothing. Like yeah. you know they didn't take a full week just off. You know they're actually. Uh, you know, I, I mean, a scrimmage is not the same thing as playing a game. Absolutely not. But it's it's more than not working out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's keeping uh, loose, I think, is the best way to put it. And, and I think if you, you know, go to position, position they, they got the MVP this year. There's no, there's no doubt about that. He's the first guy to have um, 40 home runs, 70 stolen bases, and Ronald Acuna Jr. He, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. I mean, I mean, that just goes without saying. They had Matt Olson, who hit 50 home runs. He's going to be a force to be reckoned with. But my thing is, you have the guys to match that. Schwarber hit 48. I mean, yeah, it's not 50, but it's pretty. It's close enough. Um, Harper obviously has won MVPs in his past. He could have been an MVP candidate if he didn't miss half the year uh, coming off the Tommy John surgery, and he still hit 20 plus home runs. So I, I really believe this team toe to toe is right there with that Atlanta team. And the only difference is we got off to a slow start, if we all remember back in April, where the Braves started hot. And I think that's been the only difference between these two teams this season. Uh, I think it's going to be a phenomenal series. And before we give predictions, like the, the big thing here, if you can steal game one, I think it's over. Like, oh, I love it's, it. And I go but they that. have to get at least one to breathe. Yes, and I think game one, though, if you find a way to steal that again, Atlanta's throwing their ace and Spencer Strider. You're throwing your quote-unquote three-starter, Ranger Suarez, who stepped up in big games. Well, this is all speculation. Nothing's final in terms of these pitchers. But Zach Wheeler would be on three days rest if he goes Saturday, so we're all expecting it to be Ranger. So if he, if you can steal that game one, and now next you got your two best and Wheeler and Nola back-to-back there, and who's to say you, you don't win that game, too, with your best pitcher in Wheeler? And now you then you go home with Nola? Andrew, are you implying we could sweep the Braves? 
I am absolutely implying it, and I'm not afraid to admit it. I, I know everyone's <laughs> been calling crazy, but that, again, that's if you still from game the with- most from the most. Uh, not stereotype. What's the word? Uh, uh, superstitious fan I know. He's talking about sweeping the Braves. I'm just saying, if you steal game one, the way it shapes out rest, again, you're going to have your ace going, a guy that's dealing with a finger injury on, on his throwing hand. So you expect the bats to come alive. That he, he won the game down there in the playoffs. And now you're up 2-0 going in front of that Philadelphia fans. If that happens. Again, that's if you can go take game one. But... Big, big if, but but huge if true. And again, I don't think anyone call that crazy. If you look at the, no. the the way it plays, I'm again. But like you said, the biggest thing is you just go into Atlanta and split. I mean, I don't think it's impossible to say that I could see the end of it, which would be if I if I saw <laughs> them clinch. I I gosh, I gotta. I'll be driving to New York, upstate New York, the next day. Let me tell you. Val might be doing most of that driving if they clinch that. <laughs> Let me night. say this: if they if they do actually do clinch on that Wednesday, you better go to Xfinity Live to see who ends up going there. <laughs> I need. To, I, I need... don't know about that one, but we'll see. I. <laughs> well, I. I mean, I'm. I'm stoked. I, I. If we want to get into predictions of like, realisticness, I think Philly's in four. I think I think I I truly think we're gonna win, and you know I'm I'm so high on this team right now. I I think Philly's in four. I I I I think it's it's to to talk about the Atlanta games. I, I mean I I think it was Pat Egan from the Fanatic tweeted out like it's cheaper to fly to Atlanta and get tickets than it is to I think get a hotel and tickets in Philly like something like that like. Like traveling is cheaper if overall to go to Atlanta and see a game. I think Philly's fans are and Philly, Philadelphia, like in general, fans are known to travel. I think I think Philly's fans are going to. I don't know if I say take over Atlanta, but like be there. They're going to be there. Absolutely. I'm going to say 70 30. And and I which is huge for an away game, right? Like I'm saying it's funny. So I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm seeing it because just on that note, I'm seeing tweets. Braves fans are tweeting, don't sell your tickets to Phillies fans. Like, why are you panicking like that? It I love it. I like, love it. You start you, having like, a heart attack, Braves fans. What are you going to do about it? I can't even imagine a world where we're Phillies fans or Philly fans are tweeting, oh, don't sell your to the Do Phillies you remember them doing that last year? Uh, yeah, who, it, I forget what city it was. Well, here's, my, it was... Funny. here's my funny thing, too, is I find funny is hypothetical, right? You know. If I bought tickets, right, and then I'm like, oh, wait, I can't get home. I got to sell these tickets, right? Right. I was buying those tickets. I can't tell where they're from. Like, That's I, what, I don't think you can really, you like, on any of the resale selling? apps, do that. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you avoid, like, how do you avoid selling? Like, like I'll say, I bought mine on SeatGeek. I actually had, I had a pair of tickets all day in my, like, cart, so to speak, on, uh, what's the, TickPick? Pick, pick, tick? Tick, 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 pick. tick. And uh, I had it in my cart all day. And when I finally was like, I'm doing it, they were gone, right? So I'm freaking out. Now I'm trying to find a deal, and I'm flying. I have, I have. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna pull. How, how many of these stupid apps do I have? The only one I don't have being StubHub, of course. So like, screw the Sixers and the StubHub. I guess. I think I have six. I have. Hold on. Uh, one game time. Two SeatGeek, three Vivid Seats, four TickPick. I have four. 
so it's it so i'm like so after the ones i had in uh tick pick were gone i'm like jump through each of them and SeatGeek actually i think had the like higher costing tickets for the most time when i was looking at them but i jumped onto SeatGeek, found two tickets in a pretty good spot and uh they were actually cheaper than the ones i had before on TickPick, so like he included fees and all so it all worked out dude it uh, every hey i think i truly feel like fate's kind of on my side right now with this one where are you at uh let me pull up my tickets section three twelve. so uh first base side upper deck nice yeah yeah, no, uh, I'm. I mean, I'm pretty happy with that. So, like, I, I'm very haven't accidentally muted myself. Have a good shot of the. Uh, I just lost it. <laughs> have a good shot of the screen for like replays and stuff. Like, I and and to be honest, in my opinion, from my, I mean, it's been a while since I've been in the upper deck of a baseball game, but uh, I, I I've always enjoyed all like baseball is one of those sports where I feel like I don't need to be like super close to see everything i obviously you're gonna have a better view the closer you are but yeah. i mean the full field is huge you know what i mean so i i'm excited i'm very excited i'm very happy uh yes i'm gonna say phillies and four uh andrew did you say your actual i know you said it's possible for the sweep but like what do you think's gonna happen i'm gonna go four i'm gonna go phillies and four i truly believe it. i just think this team is, is so together right now i i think Again, I, I think people look at, you know, record. Phillies won 89 games, Braves won 106, and that's going to really carry into people's heads. But, again, you take out that slow start, this team's ready with the Braves, that second half of the season, I don't think there's too much different between these two clubs. And you saw it last year. Phillies were not intimidated for in Atlanta. The no, that's, Braves, the that's Braves for sure. all, you, all you heard about after that series was the Braves talking about, man, that place was loud, man, that place was very loud. You even had one of the Braves pitchers say, I don't know if you saw this video, said he would rather play in front of no fans than play in front of fans. Um, well, that dude better buckle up because they're coming idea. back. That's a bad idea before before going into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he, he is the Braves game one starter, so he will throw in Atlanta, but then a game four would be in Philly. And so what play- you're saying is he sounds like a schoolboy bitch. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, he, he'll he be throwing game four in Philly if there's a game four. Um, so he'll still get the Philly taste. Don't worry. Good. Um, Good. But, yeah, Unless I'm going to go Philly. Unless we sweep him, then he, does not, he, he doesn't get a taste. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to go Philly the four as the, the official prediction for this one. And I here's I'm going to go on record and say this, too. And if the – Braves end up winning. It's it's gonna pain me, but I do think the winner of this series will be your 2023 World Series champions. I agree. I think that's a I I like like a hundred percent. No matter which team it is, I I fully agree. I think we're the two best teams in the league. I tr- I truly believe that. And so if we lose, I definitely think the Braves win. And look, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if you disagree from rivalry status, but I would rather the Braves over the Astros again. I can't do that. Uh, see, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I. That's like saying like the Giants over the. I Kings. understand what. Yeah, but it's not like Dallas. It's that's the difference. It's not that's the, why Mets. I said the Mets. That's why I said the Mets. I said the Giants. Right. Like if it was the Mets, I'd probably agree with you. I like, also kind of hate the. I, I hate the Braves. I can't stand them. Yeah, but I don't hate them as much as the Astros. I, I think the Braves are my most hated baseball team. That's hilarious. 
podcast. I think we should leave it at that. That's just there. That <laughs> might be the funniest thing you've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, let's take October. Uh, actually, real quick, looking at the schedule, I just had it up. I'm going to pull it back up again for the Phillies. Uh, so I, I'm just going to real quick say there's only times for the first two. Game one is Saturday at 6.07. Game two is Monday at 6.07. Game three is going to be in Philly Wednesday, October 11th. Time to be determined. And then four will be Thursday if necessary. Five will be Saturday the 14th if necessary. Those times to be determined. Uh, My guess, because I am traveling, we will not talk again before the end of this series. So here's hoping to continuing Red October and having a successful post-Braves podcast discussion. Moving on to the Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles will do a brief. Sorry, I had a beer. We will do a brief conversation. Um, for starters, we're 4-0. And I think that's huge. I think that's very much worth noting. We don't look like juggernauts. To some people. Some people do admit like that they still think we're juggernaut-ish. But a lot of people are like, oh, they're 4-0, but it doesn't look it. It's it's You know what? It's very similar. It's very similar to the chirping last year of, oh, they're undefeated, but look at who they played. Like, it's it's all that. It's all that. And Jalen Hurts comes out week three after the week three win and goes, hey, when did it not be about winning? And, and that was the moment I had zero doubts in this Eagles team. I, we might win the World Series and the Super Bowl in the same, I don't know, school year, whatever it's called. We are. Like, like. Jalen Hurts, I'm convinced, and I know I texted you, maybe the group, I forget. They're playing, they're playing smarter, not harder. And that's very important because they might not look like perfect. Like they might have went into overtime with Washington, which is obviously not on purpose. Like I'm not gonna sit here and tell you like conspiracy theory. They they did it on purpose, they're trying to look better, something like that. But I just think Hurts is playing in a way to get to the playoffs and win a Super Bowl. He's not going to run 100 yards a game because he doesn't need to to get the win. He understands. It, that's the other thing, too, is, like, I, I forget I forget how many games we've covered, but I think we've only covered one of th- one of or one and three, I believe, on the spread. But, like, that's they don't give a shit about that, dude. Like, they just want to win. They want to get to the Super Bowl again. And, and again, smarter, not harder is the thing I'm going to drive home. If I'm ever in a discussion with anyone that's not an Eagles fan, even with an Eagles fan, like, that is that is the point I am making every time is they know what they're doing. Like, looking at the games ahead of us, again, we're probably not going to talk uh, for the next two games. So, like, we got the Los Angeles Rams and the New York Jets. Ideally, we win both of those games. Possibly one. I, I, I don't really see us losing either, but uh, I mean, you know, you never know it, at, at any week NFL, you know, you never know who's going to win kind of a thing. Uh, I, I just, I don't think they're playing to dominate. They are specifically playing to get there because they know it doesn't matter. Like that, the Phillies team, we just talked about how much they are a brotherhood, so to speak. Right. The Eagles, Man, what Sirianni's doing in that locker room, what Jalen Hurts is doing in that locker room, it feels very similar. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's as connected. I think Harper and those guys have something that is just almost beyond sports entirely. But, like, the the Hurts commitment to the Eagles is very real. 
Yeah, no, no question about it. Um, I, I think to your point about smarter not smarter not harder. Why, why go out and do that stuff? I mean, you look at you look at the way this team is, and it's just constant backlash, constant backlash. It's oh, the Eagles, you know, from from the media, it's the Eagles are doing this stupid quarterback sneak. That's the only reason why they went. Which what they did against Washington, they went out and ran like four different versions of that play. It's not about the way that's run. It, no. It's about the way this team is. This team is the deepest roster in the NFL this year. They have the best roster on paper. I think everybody knows it. And to your point, they know it. And it's not okay. Let's go beat everybody by thirty points every week. It's it's almost like it honestly feels like it almost sometimes is just go win the game, get out of the game healthy. We we know what's ahead of us. Like that's exactly what I'm saying, dude. It, like like Hertz is playing to not get hurt. Like he yeah. he's playing to win and not get hurt because that's the thing is he doesn't want to look. He came back for the playoffs, but he definitely wasn't a hundred percent. He he said that at one point he wasn't a hundred percent, and I think that is his goal is to not only get to the playoffs but be a hundred percent at the playoffs. Because I I think in his head he thinks he wins if he wasn't hurt at all last season, and that's what I think he's trying to do is not get hurt so that he nails it in the postseason in the Absolutely. in the playoffs. And it's weird when some leagues call it a postseason. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's all the same thing. But it's, like. <laughs> but, but it's it's also just like, for me at least, again, and I know I think I said it last week too, but you also brought in two new coordinators that have never been coordinators calling plays before. They're still learning. It, it's all a group, as we've said, and it's going to continue to get better. And, and I think a prime example of that is, is just look at the Washington game. Should we have won by more than three points? And should we have avoided overtime? Yes. Obviously, no one's going to argue that. But when it's all said and done, if you look at it, who was the team we lost to first last year? The Washington, Washington. Commanders. Yeah. They they we, had our number. And and and, 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 that's it, just good. and I think that's truly what division games are. Like, yeah, you know, dude. I mean, not only do we joke about it being hard to beat a team twice, but if you think about it, you're playing the same team twice every single year. Unless there's a coaching change, and obviously you change the scheme, fine. But both teams are bringing back their coaches again. It's going to be the same type of scheme, obviously, uh, for the majority of the part, because the head coach is the same. I know the coordinators have changed. But you also look at it for me is when it matters, what does this team do? Yes, the Eagles played horrible in the first half. They were losing in the first half. What did they do in the second half? They took over that game, and they dominated. After the first two possessions, I don't know about you, but it was like, okay, we're going to win this game. Like, yes, the first half was shaky, but after halftime, they controlled the game, and yeah. I didn't watch it end up getting that. And, and that was more – That's what, it, it was more that it was, like, sloppy playing at the end, but it was yeah. never out of our control, I think is the best way to put it. Yeah, exactly, and and that's and that's like it was bad. It was bad. It was bad football smarts. Is you know what I mean? Like it was bad football <laughs> IQ at the end of the game. But like we played better. And for me, that's what every game has been. If you really think about it, it's only, and and it goes back to your point: smarter, not harder. Just because what do we do against New England? Yes, it ended up being close. But guess what happened? You went up. What was it? Fourteen nothing to start that game in the span of ten minutes. And it's like okay, we took it back a little bit. You look at the Minnesota game. Yes, we only ended up winning by six points. But what do we do in that game? We went up twenty four to seven in that game. What did you do against Tampa Bay? You controlled that whole game. That game was just, that was your best game, top to bottom. Mm-hmm. And then what was this game? Yeah, instead of getting off to a good start and then just protecting the lead, you you let a different team get in front of you and you just came back and beat them. Like, it's it's not full there for a 60-minute game, obviously, but it has been there when you want it to be and you need it to be. And again, it, it's just 
there's never been a point in the season where I was like, oh, we're going to lose this game. Because, again, it was get up, get up by a lot, protect the lead. Get up by a lot, protect the lead. And that's just where this team's at, I think, is just win. Like I agree. That's that's their mentality. They they understand what they need to do. Yeah, and, and this week's gonna be a little tougher. You, you, you face a quarterback that's won a Super Bowl before. You, you face a a team, a, a, a good quarterback, yeah. like a and tough team. They're getting one of the best receivers in the game back this week. So yeah, it could be a little bit of an offensive battle. But uh, again, you're gonna be right there in the end, and and I think they win this week as well. I, I think um, I think your first. I'm going to call it true test because I think this is a, a tough game. But our first, like, top-tier versus top-tier battle is going to be that Miami week. It's going to be the yeah. Kelly Green week. I, I think we'll be undefeated, and I think they have one loss, if I'm not mistaken. But I think they'll have one loss. Uh, they'll keep that one loss. Dolphins we'll lost to uh, Buffalo last week. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think, yeah, I think it's going to be a true battle of a one-loss team versus a no-loss team. So I think that's going to be the, the, the fun matchup where I think you kind of really get to see where this team's at. I, I agree. So so before we go, let's say I, we should be back again. We might miss two weeks, but we should be back before uh, before the Dolphins week. I hope so, because I'd love to do a Kelly Green, maybe have our video for that podcast. But uh, um, I actually will say regarding the Dolphins, definitely our first big challenge uh, coming up and very much possibly a, a loss. A totally. Total, I mean, the Dolphins are a great team. They are maybe the best team in the league right now. Uh I, I honestly think that being home, primetime, and Kelly Green are all in our favor. Like, huge in our favor. Like, like tips the scales almost even to me. Like, that momentum from those things. And I'm excited to talk about it, and I'm excited to watch that game. I'm just very excited for that game. Uh, I think we will be going into the bye. I think we will be either... Eight and one or seven and two, which are both phenomenal records going into the bye. I said undefeated last week. I'm sticking to it. I really think this team's undefeated going into the bye week. Yeah. I I I think I think we have to lose one. And it could be the Rams, dude. Like we could lose to the Rams and beat Miami and Dallas. Like I I stand by that. But I, I do think we're gonna lose to one of these teams. Uh I don't think we lose to Dallas that week because that's going to be the home game. But we, we typically go one and one with Dallas, so who knows? Yeah, no, no, no question about it. And I will stand by. You just got to protect this first half because the second half is where it, it gets really tough. That five week stretch of I forget the exact order, but the five teams of Buffalo, Kansas City, San Francisco, Seattle on the road you have to travel out there, well, and San pretty close. It was it's Kansas City, Buffalo, it's Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco, Dallas, Seattle, New York, Arizona. And that's so funny, too, because like like Arizona, I would have marked as an easy win. But at the end of that stretch, man, who knows, like how tired everyone is and all. And who knows if the game even matters at that point, depending on how the Eagles are doing. That's what you definitely need. Like room to like wiggle room wise in your losses. You definitely need that wiggle room over there. So, I, I mean, you know, if we went 9-0 and going into the bye, again, huge. That that makes all the difference going into those harder teams because yeah. each one of those teams, a win is worth as much as the wins against the easy teams, you know? So. um, Anything else before we get going here, buddy? Uh, Eagles win 31-27. Good point. I didn't do a score. Um... Yeah. 
jeez. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna spitball it. Uh, I do think the Eagles win against Los Angeles. Uh, I'm not actually that scared about them. I just think they're a better team than they look. Um, it's also an away game for us, right? I already yep. closed. And LA, so. Yeah. It's so just all that. Hot. Although Los Angeles isn't really that's no one's team. Um, I will take over that stadium. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's say. Uh, you did say an offensive battle. <laughs> I don't know. Let's do something crazy. Twenty-three to seventeen. That, that's my that's my score there. So and then the Jets that. the Jets will be eighty to three. We'll beat the Dolphins seventy point game. I hope. <laughs> so after Sunday, Phillies up one zero, Eagles five and zero. I hope so. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Philly Sports Now, a Philly fan podcast. You can find us on Twitter, and you can find all our information in the description below. Thank you so much for listening. Love each and every one of you. Go Birds! But more importantly, I'm in the corner, and keep on dancing. Thank you, everyone. Good night. Go, Go! 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 Go!